Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Welcome back to the Encounter Community Church Podcast. My name is Ken Ballard Jr. I'm the pastor here at Encounter Community Church, and it is official. This is the last podcast of 20. 20. <laughs> I don't know what I feel about that. I'm still trying to work through that. And, and I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But just some housekeeping things first. Just want to let you know that if you are listening to our podcast on our website, you can also head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I mean, you can go through the list of wherever it is that you're able to get podcasts. But I would encourage you to go and subscribe to us there. Uh, that way, when we post new things, you'll get notified about it and be one of the first to be able to get that. I just wanted to apologize. Last week, I was unable to record the podcast. Uh, usually, the time that I have allotted for that uh, last week, I was recording the video for our Christmas Eve service and trying to get that done. So it was a pretty crazy, hectic time because I wanted to get everything done last week so that I can relax for Christmas weekend and just enjoy spending time with the family. And it was. It was really a great time for us to be able to get together and just spend time with one another, connect with one another. Christmas was so much fun. You know, typically what we do is every year at Christmas time, we get together with extended family. And, and I'll tell you, like, it's my wife's extended family. And I'll tell you, they are absolutely phenomenal people. They are. They're incredible people to be around. And I, I really enjoy our time together. Also, what we do is we alternate who hosts uh, every year. And actually, this was our year to host. And of course, with 2020 coming around and everything being, you know, we're, we're quarantined and not being able to gather together, I, I will have to say that it actually, it, it was a nice Christmas. Not to say my past Christmases weren't nice, but it was just nice to be able to have a day where you didn't have to be in host mode, a day where you can relax, a day where you didn't really have anywhere to go, a day to just spend together with, with family. We did get together uh, with everyone via Zoom a little bit later. Uh, my wife is known for her creativity, and one thing that she does once a year is she writes a 12 Days of Christmas, and there's a theme for it. Well, of course, this year was the 12 Days of COVID Christmas, and I'll tell you, it was five quarantines. <laughs> that, that's all I'm going to give you. That's all I'm going to give you because I think that that's all that your ears can handle. But so it was great to be able to see everyone that way as well. well what about you? How was, how was your Christmas? I know for a ton of us, it was, just, it was just different this year because of not being able to gather the way that we normally do uh, with extended family or with friends and just being able to connect in those ways. I also wanted to take a moment to say thanks to everyone who watched our virtual Christmas Eve service. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We tried to make it as interactive as possible. So uh, we had people that did human gift wrapping. 
with their families because everyone who RSVP'd received a stocking, Christmas stocking, an inner Christmas stocking with supplies for a game that we played. So we did human Christmas wrap. And then not only that, uh, we also did a, a caroling time. So people had a candle for that. And then inside the stocking was hot chocolate and, and uh, candy canes and just things to be able to enjoy the evening together. So if you were a part of that, thank you so much. Uh, just really, I'm so grateful, you know, for you and for being able to, to do something like that. And let's hope that next year, uh, when we do it, that we make this, <laughs> we're able to gather together in person. We just love, love, love to be able to, to do, to, to do that. So let's hope that that's possible next year. But with that in mind, as we look at moving forward, and this being the last podcast of 2020. If you were to sum up 2020, how would you do it? I'm going to do something fun. I'm going to post on our Instagram, the church's Instagram, as well as Facebook, a simple question. If you were to sum up 2020 in the title of a movie, what movie would you pick? I'm interested to see what people come up with. I have some ideas. I saw something that I thought was really funny, and it's it summed up 2020 utilizing Princess Bride. Remember Princess Bride, the moment where they're standing before the priest, and the priest says, you know, marriage is what brings us together today. Remember that part? Well, I, I saw this meme, and I thought it was really funny. It says, quarantine is what keeps us from being together today. <laughs> I love that. That is just hilarious. But I started thinking about some summary, some movie titles. Like, if I were to sum up 2020, what, what movie titles would I pick? I was thinking The West Wing, you know, because of the political stuff. Contagion, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Do the Right Thing, uh, some of you may not be familiar with that, but it was a movie about racial relationships, and it actually ended with a riot, a race riot. 1984, because sometimes people may have felt like Big Brother was watching you. And then The Longest Day. Now, The Longest Day is a World War II movie. It has nothing to do about the, the, the length of time, but it just felt like The Longest Day, right? Didn't it feel like when it came to 2020, like there were some months in 2020 that it felt like <laughs> it was like the length of a year, just having to work through and to deal with that challenge. So I would encourage you, head over to our Instagram, our Facebook, and, and answer that question. If you were to sum up 2020 with the title of a movie, what movie would you pick? I, I would love to get your thoughts on that. And, and who knows, uh, as we do the, the sermon this coming Sunday, that might appear, and I might share some of those. Might being probably, most likely will. <laughs> but I would love to get your thoughts. And some of those as well. And you know what's really interesting is, as I always think at this point, this time of the year is, is always really interesting to me. The, the, the seven days between Christmas and New Year, like that week in between, it's always interesting to me because you're coming off the high of Christmas, which I'll tell you now, I'm still playing Christmas music in my car and I will probably be playing Christmas music after January 1st just to kind of keep the spirit of Christmas going as long as I can. But we're coming up the high of Christmas 
and we're looking at what are we thinking about for the following year. And one of the things that I've seen is for many people, 2021 cannot get here fast enough. Like there is a genuine enthusiasm. There's a genuine excitement about the coming year. But I always wonder about that period in between Christmas and New Year's. And and what do we do during that period? Like, is it a time for us to grow? Is it a time for us to examine ourselves? Is it a time for us to begin to think about what we want to do or what we want to be next year? Like, what do we do in that in that moment? We're going to launch a brand new series. Usually at the beginning of the year, we love to do a series around habits and resolutions and changes and that kind of thing, because that's what everyone is thinking about in that moment. But I just began to think about what, what are some of the lessons that we've learned over the course of 2020? Like, what did it teach us? Because I, I have a feeling that for many of us, there's that desire to move on past 2020 as quickly as possible. And then the quest to do so, or in the race to do so, what we may do is we may, list, we may miss the lessons that 2020 taught us. And now we're not prepared to be able to have the kind of life that we could, the best life that we could in 2021. In 2021, not 2021. That's way, way, way in the future. <laughs> but in 2021, there's a show that, that we watched with our kids called uh, Stranger Things. Now, I, I want to let you know that it's not for young kids at all. Uh, my youngest is 12, but we've had some conversations about some things before so we were able to talk about what was happening in the show and some of the other content that came up but we watched stranger things and we kind of caught up with our youngest so now we are ready for season four uh, when that comes out and they've already released a trailer so for those of you that like stranger things you can go on youtube and you can watch this, the, the the trailer for season four which looks like it could be pretty exciting but I won't say anything because I don't want to reveal anything from the cliffhanger or anything like that. So I, I, I just watch the trailer. But for those of you that are unfamiliar with Stranger Things, it is a coming of age show that features teenagers and they find themselves in a moment. It's a sci-fi show. What they find is there is this alternate universe that exists and so there's a gate that goes into that alternate universe and that alternate universe is called the upside down and basically when you go through this gate the upside down mirrors exactly everything it is i guess in the right side up it mirrors everything in the regular dimension but in this alternative dimension it is it's dark uh, it seems like it's red there's there's radioactive debris that seems to be falling not only that, there, there's dangers that are there. There's a monster called a Demogorgon that exists in there that, well, I won't say too much because I don't want to ruin it for you in case you decide to go ahead and watch it. I'll tell you now, though, it is not a Christian show. Just to give you a heads up, it is not a Christian show. So if you're someone who's a Christian that doesn't watch Christian shows, I just want to warn you, it, it's not, it's not. 
But that if, if you go through that gate, you see that it mirrors exactly what it is that's on the other side. But there's extra dangers in those elements that are in the upside down. But I started thinking, what if there's another dimension that exists? And I think that there is. I think that there's a dimension that exists between December 25th and December 31st. And that dimension I call the in-between, tween, tween. Okay, sorry for the spooky music, but it, I just couldn't resist. <laughs> but the in-between, it is, it is that period where we could really take advantage of it and really begin to think about life and, again, where we want to be and where we want to go and where we want to grow. Or we could just kind of exist during that time. I, I know that there are some people who will say, well, you know, I used to set New Year's resolutions, but I don't anymore because I've, I've always failed. And I, I just want to encourage you to rethink that, to rethink that. And, and we'll cover some of that in this new series that we're going to be doing as we look at what the lessons that we've learned in 2021, the new series that we're calling, we're calling it Launch. And why are we calling it Launch? Because typically what happens is when you launch a rocket, there's a ton of work that takes to get it off the ground. And the greatest possibility of a problem or an accident or something that could happen is in just trying to get the rocket off the ground. And I think that, I mean, because think about it, you have this, this multi-ton vessel that you launch into the air by having a massive explosion underneath it that jettisons it into the air. And now think about that. Think about that, that you are, you know, if you're, if you're an astronaut, you're strapped again into this multi-ton vehicle with a big explosion pushing you into the sky. I think 2020 may have been that big explosion for us. And I'll say this, going into 2021, I think that there are still some ramifications of 2020 that are going to spill over into 2021. We just have to hope that it can rebound enough for us to be able to move forward with our lives in 2021. But there's going to be some carryover from 2020 some residual effect from 2020 that, that we're going to have to work through and manufacture our way through and figure out how to get through this so that we can move to the other side and begin to heal and renew as a nation. But I want to encourage us to not make the same mistake that we made going into 2020. Because again, remember what 2020, going into 2020 was like, remember the vision that we had, remember the excitement that we had, and we thought 2020 was going to be our year. Well, now that 2020 is almost over, we may be thinking, well, now I'm moving past 2020, 2021 will be my year. 2020 will be my, 2021 will be my year, the year that I overcome, the year that I grow, the year that I become who... I was fashioned or called or created to be. That's going to be my time. And it could be, it could be. But, but the mistake that we make, I, I wanna call it 
time versus timing time versus timing see the idea of time is i just wait i just wait for a time to pass and, and, and you know we will do that we may not necessarily um, say we're waiting for time but we may say things like when i get that girlfriend or when i get that boyfriend or when i get married or when we have kids or when i graduate from college or when i get that job there is that moment where it seems like we're waiting for that time, that event to happen. And then we feel like that's going to be the point where I really am able to embrace who I am called to be or who I am made to be. We did that with 2020. And again, there's a danger that we could do that with 2021. And unfortunately, find ourselves in a place where we just kind of exist where we don't grow, where we don't change, where we don't develop. Because there is, there is a difference between time and timing. Again, there's a difference between time and timing. See, time, I, I wait for something to act. I wait for something to happen. I wait for something to move. And then I think that I will be able to overcome or I think that I will change or I think that I will grow. So, so it's more of a reactive response when it comes to time. But when you understand timing, timing is different. And when it comes to timing, there is a proactive approach to time. There is a proactive approach to the moment. The proactive is, I'm going to get my heart ready. I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to grow. I'm going to develop. I'm going to learn the lessons. I'm going to learn from my pain. I'm going to implement some things into my life so that I can be the person that God has called, created, and crafted me to be. So I can step into that. So that's the question that you have to ask yourself is, am I living my life based on time or am I living my life based on timing? Am I waiting for something to happen to me or am I responding to God's call to make something happen? You know, in Ephesians chapter 1, I'm sorry, chapter 5, verses 15 through 17, it says, so be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. Weigh out your life. Weigh out your life. Because here's the thing that I'm, I'm finding as I get older, because this year I'm going to be 52. <laughs> you know, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that time seems to be getting faster and faster and faster. And so you do, you have to be careful how you live because of the simple fact that life again, and that's one of those things that we can learn from 2020 is that life can change on a dime. And if you're waiting for something to happen, as opposed to taking steps to trust God and begin to initiate change in your life for it to happen, if you're waiting for something to happen, what if life interrupts that process? And isn't that what happened in 2020? We would say that COVID interrupted the process of life. And I would even say that COVID interrupted the process of people becoming who they could have been. And we might even argue that because of the challenges of 2020, some of us regressed. 
some of us step back into the place we didn't want to be. We allowed some old habits to kick in. We allowed some old thought processes to kick in. And let me tell you, if you listen to this podcast, you will know that this does not come from a heart of judgment. If, if that is you, if some old elements of you kicked in 2020, you're not alone. You're not alone. So, and so there's no judgment. And then as a matter of fact, maybe the reason why God has you listening to this podcast is so that you can begin to realize that healing is possible. That maybe I took a step back, but my, my taking a step back still doesn't have to define me. That I'm still able to step forward. One of the things that I love to say is January 1st, it's a gift from God. Anytime that you have a new day, a new year, a new month, a new week, a new day, a new hour, a new minute, a new second, those are all gifts from God. And every single one of those gifts basically say, here's a new opportunity for you to be able to see your life changed. So if you step back into where you were, many of us have done that. Many of us have done that. And I know that for many of us, maybe we stepped back into who we were because we were trying to cope with the pain of 2020. Whether that pain was financial, whether that pain was emotional, whether that pain was mental, whether that pain was spiritual, or whether that pain was E, all of the above, we made some choices to try to cope with life. And now that we're hitting 2021 and maybe we're examining our life, maybe we are beginning to regret some of those choices that we've made to be able to cope. But don't make the mistake of thinking, when 2021 comes, my time will come. No, be careful. Be careful how you live. It goes on to say, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. So what is the difference between a fool and someone who's wise? What is the difference between those two? And, and it really is as simple as this. A wise person is someone who learns from life. A fool is someone who repeats the same thing over and over again. You've heard that, right? Repeating the same thing, the definition of insanity, repeating the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So really, that's what it really means to be a fool. And, and we can do that. I, I, let me, and let me tell you, I've been a fool at times. I've been a fool. Because I thought when this date comes, things will be different. Or when that year comes, things will be different. When that moment comes, things will be different. But the thing is, things will never be different as long as I am the same. Ooh, that's... That's good. Let me say that again. <laughs> Things will never be different as long as I am the same. So let's begin to take steps so that we can move forward into not just time, but timing where we begin to act. And that's what wise people do is they act. Verse 16, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days, in these challenging days, in these hard days. 
in these difficult days, make the most of every opportunity. And, and maybe again, the opportunity may not be for financial success. Maybe the opportunity may not be for financial growth. Maybe the opportunity might not even be for just financial viability. But maybe the opportunity may be just for me to be better. Because it is possible for me to be better even if my circumstances are not. But again, it's up to me to step in to what God has called and fashioned for me to be. Make the most of every opportunity. So the opportunities are there. But you know the, the thing about the opportunity? In order for an opportunity to be an opportunity, I have to recognize that the opportunity exists. If I am so focused on the time, if I am so focused on 2021, and we say that time is the opportunity, you know what 2021 really is? Honestly, it's just a flip of the calendar. It's just another day. It's just another, it's just another year. It's just another flip of the calendar. So the element that will make 2021 different is not the time. The element that will make 2021 different is a different us, a different thought process, a different mindset, a different heart, a different commitment, a different passion. It's discovering all those elements about who we are and about why we live, and about why we're here. It, it's, it's finding that element. There's a movie that just came out on Disney+. Plus. It's a really fun movie. It's called Soul. And there's this one part where these characters get everything that they need in order to be able to come to Earth and create new life. But the one thing that they have to find is they have to find their 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 niche, their, their niche, their, their their drive. They have to find their fuel. What is it that that excites them? What is it that that moves them? What is what is their passion? They have to find that, and and, and it's not until they find that that they get their Earth pass to be able to go to Earth and start a new life. The idea of soul is there are different souls waiting to go to Earth to start a new life, kind of thing. It is a fun movie. I would encourage you to check it out. It's a great one to watch with your kids and maybe have some discussions about passion, about drive, about soul, about life. It could be, it could be a great source of that. But in that movie, it's, it's really good. And so the, the thing that you have to ask yourself is, have I found my niche? Have I found my passion? Have I found what moves me? Have I found what motivates me? Have I found what causes me to really step into being what it is that I am fashioned, molded, and called to be. So then it sums up in verse 17. It says, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't act thoughtlessly. Don't, again, settle for the daily existence, the daily grind, the rat race. You know the rat race? I love that quote, that if we're all in a rat race at the end of the day, we're still just a rat. <laughs> I, I love that quote. But, but don't settle for that. Don't, 
don't settle for another year where life happens to us. And I think that's what 2020 was for a lot of us. It's a year when life happened to us. And maybe one of the lessons that we can learn from 2020 so that we can be a better us in 2021 is simply to say, rather than waiting for life happen to me, I'm going to seek God. I'm going to build a relationship with God. I'm going to act on the things that God has called me to act on. I'm going to be compassionate and merciful and kind. I'm, I'm going to step out. You know, Christianity is more than just about going to church. That's only one part of it. It's really interesting. I, I saw an article featuring a pastor named Rick Warren, who is a pastor of a church called Saddleback Community Church right out here in California. It's in Lake Forest, California. I think their average attendance is well over 25,000 people a week, which is wow. Just, I mean, that's a huge amount of people. That, that's a city that goes to that church. But he was being interviewed. And here's one of the things he said that, that was really interesting is, is they were asking him, why is it that you think so many churches are rebelling, in a sense, against government, against society, because of the idea that they think that society is kind of out to get them? Like they're being discriminated against to stop them from being able to worship. And, and Rick Warren says, no, 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 there's no discrimination. He said, if, if it weren't happening to theaters and bars and restaurants and other types of businesses, if churches were being singled out, then that's, that's different. But he said, here's the, here's the real reason is because for many Christians and many churches, the main emphasis has been just going to church on Sunday. That's it. Just going to church on Sunday. And then when it comes to being actively involved in other avenues or other parts of Christianity and being involved in investing in the life of another, being involved in being able to help someone grow in their relationship with God and growing in my relationship with God, when it, when it came to helping the sick or the shut-in or the homeless or that student that's in need, when it, when it comes to the idea of knowing that my life is more than just going to church. That's just a part of the Christian walk. But he said, because so many people settled for that and they don't have the other elements, that's where they're fighting to try to get back into church. That's why, they fi that's why they're fighting for it. But if, if they can get a hold of the fact that worship is an element, it's an important element, don't get me wrong, it's an important element, but if they can get a hold of what it really means to live the Christian faith, then not only will they continue to have that drive to want to get together to worship, but they'll also have that drive for discipleship. How can I grow in my relationship with God? And how can I help someone else grow in their relationship with God? They will have a drive for ministry that God has placed me on this earth to make the difference, make a difference in the life of another. They will have that drive to be connected. They, they will have that drive. So th there's a balance of all of those elements. So what does the Lord want us to do? I think he wants us to get the fullness. Jesus Christ said, I have come 
that you may have life in abundance. Other versions translate it as life in the, to, to the full. Today we might say life to the max. But I've come that you may have the best life possible. So there's my encouragement. Let's not make the mistake, the same mistake that we made with 2020, where we waited for life to happen to us. And unfortunately, it did. But in 2021, let's raise the stakes to be the best us that we can be so that we can in many ways with the power and presence of God be able to move life. Now life will still happen and there will be some challenges that will come in 2021. But man, imagine if you're that beacon. Imagine if you're that light. Imagine if you're that hope. Imagine if you're that encouragement. Imagine if you're the one who's uplifting. Imagine if you're the one who's leading the way. Imagine if you're the one who's growing and developing. Imagine, just, just imagine the possibilities of what could be. So yes, 2021 is right around the corner. So let's take advantage of it. And let's take the step to be the best us that we can be. Well, again, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. As I mentioned, this Sunday, we are starting a brand new series called Launch. And the whole premise of the series is we will be looking at some of the lessons that we learned from 2020. Just to be honest with you, uh, some of the things that I'm sharing here in this podcast today, uh, normally what will happen is I take the podcast and I talk about what happened the previous Sunday. But I wanted to take advantage of this in between. And rather than reflecting on the message, I wanted to forecast the message. And what is it that we're going to be looking at? And what is it that we're going to be thinking about? My hope is that you will join us for this new series as you launch into being the person who God has crafted, called, and created you to be. Let's be the best because we've learned from 2020. So again, we have our live stream this coming Sunday, 10.30 a.m., both on YouTube and on Facebook. And also after that, if you miss either the one, uh, it, it will also be available on our website for you to be able to watch it there as well. But with this in mind, thank, again, like I said before, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being a part of this series. Thank you so much for just this year for the opportunity to have been able to spend a year with you. And if this is an encouragement with you or for you, please share it with a friend and invite them to check out and listen to the podcast as well. I would love the opportunity to pray for you. If you'd like for me to do so, feel free to email me at encountersouthbay at gmail.com or you feel free to give me a call at the church at 310-323-2115. We'll love the opportunity to be able to encourage you that way as well. So with that in mind, just to remind you, encounter is about three things. Love up. Let's use 2021 to grow in our relationship with God, to begin to ask God, God, what are the obstacles that stand in my way 
for me to be able to know you. And that this is the year that I step and I begin to move forward. Let's be the best in that way. Let's grow in our relationship with him. Love out. Again, let's love our fellow man. What, how can we be the inspiration for someone else in 2021? How can we? Because 2020 did teach us the power of one person and a person who has a heart to invest in others, whether it be the doctors who are serving people who are sick with COVID or whether it be that person who's passing out food at a mobile food bank or whether it be that person who is taking care of their elderly neighbor. It's taught us the power of one. So how can we be more loving this year? And love in, which is take care of yourself, grow. Don't again wait for 2021 to happen to you. Let's become the people because we are seeking God and loving God that our love becomes so intrinsically motivated, that our love becomes so palpable that it creates a ripple effect of love so that others may come to know God as well. So let's be the best of us. Well, take care. God bless you and happy new year. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether it's serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way when we post new podcasts, again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events, you'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us. And we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.